0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the My Mickey podcast. My name is Cameron, and I'm so excited to be your host and back with you for another great conversation where we're going to talk about why now is the time to book a Walt Disney World vacation with who? My Mickey vacation travel and their fantastic dream designers. And you're going to want to be listening today because this entire show is dedicated to the kiddos. That's right. Why now Even during the pandemic is a great time to take the kiddos to Disney, and the time is now, and we're going to show you how, okay? But before we do that, we got to do the podcast business as we always do. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you are listening to us for the very first time on Apple or on Spotify. And if you are happening to catch us live right now on Facebook Live and on YouTube – Go ahead and subscribe, like, and you are in a great place right now because we are gonna be inviting your comments and questions all throughout this podcast as we talk all about why now is a great time to bring the kids to Walt Disney World and i mentioned my mickey vacation travel they are one of the leading travel agencies in the biz and they know everything about creating the most magical experience for you and your family and their dream designers are top notch speaking of my mickey vacation travel and dream designers i have the co-owner of my mickey vacation travel joining me back here today jeff stoner and a four year long running now, dream designer. She's amazing. I can't wait to talk to her. And she just recently took all her kids to Disney. Please welcome Rachel Franco. Hi guys.
1: Hello. Hey Cam.
0: Hey, I'm so excited that we're, we're dedicating this all to the kids today. Cause I'm a big kid at heart. And uh, you know, when I think of Walt Disney World, of course you think about the kids and bringing your family and having a great time. But you know, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, I'm, I'm sure a lot of folks out there are a bit hesitant to wanna to make that commitment to uh, booking a vacation. But today we're gonna to show you why it's still a great time and even for, in the future, why it will also be great. So I'm excited about this conversation today. Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Hey Cam, so uh, my name's Rachel Franco. I've been with My Mickey Vacation Travel, as you said, for uh, just over four years now. Um, and I have taken my four young boys to Disney World over 20 times now in the last five years.
0: Oh my so gosh. Oh my gosh. A
2: lot of experience with little kids and Disney. Yeah.
0: Four boys. Oh my gosh. And you've gone dozens of times, it sounds like. That's incredible. And you've lived to tell the tale. So it can be done.
2: It can be done. Yeah. yeah. And for those
0: of you watching right now, she's still smiling. So it was a pleasant experience, too, if you're going, oh, my God. No, it's it's a great thing. And Jeff, uh, as co-owner of My Mickey Vacation Travel, uh, you've been singing the praises of Rachel Franco. Why is she just one of the prime examples of a, a dream designer with your company?
1: You know, Rachel's, um, Rachel's awesome. And I'll, I'll tell you one of the reasons why is, you know, she... Joined our company, very enthusiastic, and she came like she just jumped right into it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, she's been serving her clients uh, amazingly. She runs a, a wonderful blog. We'll give her a chance uh, in a little bit to promote that. Um, but her her followers are very loyal to her, and yeah. uh, but she does a fantastic job. I mean, you know, it's it's fun to see um, her her guests. Recommend her and refer her through her blog, which is really, which is a really great sign that she's doing a great job. So, you know, we have uh, amazing dream designers in our company, and uh, Rachel's, you know, a prime example of one of them.
0: Uh, I, we were talking all about Rachel before we went live today, and I'm so excited to talk to you, Rachel, to hear because you just recently uh, you brought your kids during the pandemic to Walt Disney World. And one to have fun, but I think also to prove a point that it's still a great time to book a vacation. And we're gonna go through a lot of things today. Let's kick it off. What is the what is the biggest reason why now is still a great time to bring your kids?
2: Sure. So when we talk to friends and family and we mentioned that we're gonna take our younger kids to Disney World, we get a lot of responses. You know, wait until they're older, they're never gonna remember it. Why would you want to do it? You know, Disney, it's better for kids when they're older. Um, but I tell people time and time again that the time is now because the magic is so real. When you have, you know, when you see your three-year-old walking up Main Street and they get the first glimpse of Cinderella's castle in their view, and that's Cinderella's castle. Right. nothing better than seeing that through your child's eyes. Um, so I always, I mean, this is what started me into being such a Disney fanatic was, I took my boys when they were young, and just being in that experience—it was amazing. Just and it so brings you so much happiness to see your kids truly enjoy the magic, you know, within Disney World.
0: Now, having you know, now you've brought in four of your, your your four kids there over this time. Is it difficult? Is it difficult to juggle that many kids at a at Walt Disney World, especially during these times where you know masks are involved? Can you uh, touch sure. on that?
2: So my kids currently, um, we just spent the month actually in Disney World in January, and they are seven, six, four, and um, my youngest was six weeks old when we started that trip. Um, the older kids needing to wear masks, obviously everyone over two is required to wear a mask in Disney World. Um, they did awesome because I know we've talked about this in the past, but kids really are resilient, and they're the ones who aren't complaining it really is the adults who are you know like huffing and puffing and getting you know tired of wearing them where the kids there's so much going on you know a lot of people like my two-year-old will never keep it on and then you put it on a two-year-old and you put them in the park and there's so much going on that they aren't even paying attention to now that they have a mask on Uh, I know a lot of people run into that situation too or they you know are relieved when they're really stressing out about the whole mask situation
0: Yeah. So we're here to say that, and I know we have covered it on this podcast before, that with kids, you know, they are very resilient, as you said. And you know what? It actually does not have to be your biggest concern when it comes to vacation. Oh, look at these pictures we have up right now. So adorable. You can just tell he's smiling under that mask right now. (laughs) That's great. And you know, um, for those who are watching and thinking maybe they would like to book a vacation, this might even be their first time. Wanting to come to Walt Disney World, and of course they're deciding if now is the time to make that first trip. But there's some benefits for even little kids, right? You know, some are complimentary. You want to touch on that?
2: Correct. So um, any child under the age of three is a guest of Mickey, so they don't require park admission um, to get into the park. So that's another great reason for families who are debating on taking kids at a younger age. Is you know why don't you go and get your feet wet while your kid is still complimentary and get into the parks and enjoy you know, enjoy it while you can before you're paying for them once they are over three.
0: Yeah. They're a guest of Mickey, right?
2: Mickey. That's right.
0: They're so cute. Right. Um, go ahead.
2: Um, and the other thing too, that, um, you know, when people come and they want to book a vacation, a lot of people will say to me, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to plan or go because it's going to be, you know, or once in a lifetime trip, we're only going to do this one time. And I have guests time and time again, and I'm sure that Jeff has seen this happen too, where they book their vacation and they're emailing me or calling me before it's done, asking to replan another vacation because well, you just, yes. So you know it doesn't have to always be this once-in-a-lifetime trip. You know families can go on more of a friendly budget with their kids while they're still a guest of Mickey, and you know enjoy the parks and then do it again as they get older because Disney's so dynamic and it's always changing that there's new things to do and see every time you go. So, I mean, like I said to you, we've gone many, many times over the years and there's still places we haven't eaten. There's still things we haven't seen and done. I mean, Disney is always changing and oh. your kids are growing so they can do new things. Their interests are changing. You go, you know, from maybe liking Fancy Nancy to, you know, liking Star Wars a couple years later. Correct. So there's something new and exciting for your kids to enjoy.
0: Listen to her, Jeff. She really knows what she's talking about.
1: I'm telling you, <laughs> so the, the question I have, Rachel, maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit is how do you juggle having, you know, I know there's not a big distance between your kids, but um, yeah, the interest of your seven-year-old versus maybe the interest of, of your, your youngest. Well, your youngest is a little too yeah. <laughs> too young to have interest, but uh, maybe the next one up.
2: Yeah. So um, I mean, Disney offers a lot of conveniences to their guests and there is ways for your older children to still be able to enjoy the attractions that they want to do. um, You know, while you have other kids that have other interests or maybe can't go on certain attractions. Um, Like the rider switch, for example, is a great thing that Disney offers for their guests where an adult can take one of their older children onto an attraction and wait in the line one time. And then the other adult will have a turn to ride with them as well, but not have to wait in that standby line for a second time. Um, But I mean, When we go through the parks, we're going through from, you know, one area to the next. And we like to hit on everything so that everyone, you know, gets a little bit of what they like on every trip.
0: You know, uh, I don't have kids personally, but I have a lot of friends who have kids. And what I hear from them is uh, something you may not think of, that everything is an experience to kids. Everything is an experience. So even taking them on the monorail, is an experience, right? You're not even having to go into the park, you know, You're taking them on the Skyliner, that's all right. Taking them on the bus, that's, it can be an experience for little kids that just love that type of transportation. Uh, so that's something else just to kind of think of, of other things you can do with the kids that aren't necessarily always just going into the park.
1: Right, and forget and I- the kids, forget the kids, a Skyliner is an attraction <laughs> for me.
0: I mean, and if I'm talking personally, a monorail pub crawl is always a fun thing to do. With- <laughs> 21 and older friends. And that's that's the episode. (laughs) But we'll keep keep it with the kids today. Keep it with the kids today. So, uh, you know, we've touched a little bit on, you know, benefits of having the little kids, if they're under three, correct, they get into the park for free. Uh, Take them on, you know, simple things like the monorail and the boats. Uh, What about the resorts? What do the resorts provide for, you know, families with little kids?
2: Sure. So, that, like you said, Disney is an experience in itself, and it's so immersive, um, and once you you know, fly into Orlando Airport, you get into Disney, you're in the Disney bubble, and now you're enjoying all those conveniences. The Disney transportation, as you mentioned, and it's all complimentary for the guests to take you you know, from one point to another that you need to get to. Um, the resorts in themselves, they have heated pools year-round. They have pool activities daily, um, and these things are still going on. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you
0: you stay at the Disney Resort on your last trip in January? Where did you stay?
2: We stayed at Saratoga Springs.
0: Awesome. So you stayed at Saratoga Springs, and I know they're famous for, as a lot of the resorts are, for their pool activities. Uh, So they had those still going on?
2: They did every day. They had trivia. They were still doing bingo. They were doing um, lots of different, like, in water activities as well. Um, So we didn't, they had the music playing. So all of that felt, you know, completely normal and nothing has really changed in that aspect um the playgrounds were open um again so that was nice for the kids to be able to enjoy the playgrounds Great. Um, many of the pools have zero entry which is nice for you know families with younger kids again by where- by
0: zero entry you mean no one can go in the pool that's what <laughs> you mean right zero. zero people can enter you can just <laughs> look at it right
2: yeah so no stairs it's like a ramp going oh, in, No right?
0: stairs oh that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's a big convenience, which you may not like think about when you don't have kids. But having a zero entry pool is a lot of times on people's radar. Sure. Um, and again, like the movies under the stars are still taking place. You know, socially distanced, they you can put your towel on the ground six feet apart, and they're still putting the movie on. And they do that at almost resort. every every resort. Every
0: resort has yeah, they inflate their movie screen every night outside, and there's a movie a night, so they are still doing those as well.
2: They are yes.
0: That's great. That's great. And uh, I, you, you, were mentioning earlier about you know the complimentary travel, but that that's something really big that you may not think about uh, on a Walt Disney World trip. If you, especially if you've never been before, you know, with all this complimentary transportation, you don't have to have things like a car seat with you at all times, right? Cause that that's taken care of for you. It's safe to bring your kids on all of that transportation. Uh, and I'm looking here, you were even mentioning at the resorts, uh, you can get pack and plays, you know, at your resort as well. So things you don't have to bring with you, it's all there for you.
2: Correct, correct. Disney is making things as simple as possible for families, um, which is great. So you can request pack and plays to, um, you know, have to your room to for the younger sleepers that maybe can't sleep. They have bed rails as well, you know, for toddlers. Yeah. Um, so they do offer all those kinds of conveniences there, which is, again, really great. And like you mentioned, not having to take a car seat because, I mean, as a mother of four boys that are all still in car seats, yeah, it's just not a relaxing vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need a vacation from that
0: vacation right away. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. Did you dine at uh, Saratoga while you were there? Do you dine frequently, like, Is it in the mornings that you typically do for your resort and then eat lunch and dinner in the parks? Uh, What's it like currently right now with kids at the resort in dining?
2: Sure, so we mix it up. Um, I mean, we don't necessarily do certain meals eating out. Um, At Saratoga Springs, you are walking distance to Disney Springs, which is very convenient. So we walked over there often um, and did some sit down meals or quick service meals. Um, All of the resorts provide dining on site as well whether that be a quick service location and or um, sit down locations. And all of that was completely normal. You know, you wear your mask into the restaurant and once you're seated, um, you can remove those and you still get the same great dining experience.
0: Now, what about the baby care centers that Disney's uh, famous for in the parks? Uh, Are those still operating normally right now?
2: Yes, they are. So every park, like you said, has a baby care center for guests to utilize. they have the convenience of a little store. So anything like if you forgot diapers or wipes or you needed like, you know, medicine or anything like that. Um, they have changing areas here where, um, you can, you know, change your child in an open space,
1: <laughs> not
2: yeah. like one of the bathrooms where it's super crowded. Oh, there's a one in motion there. <laughs> um, so they have that area and then they have a little room that has, um, some seating, like if you wanted to just like bring in a toddler and have a snack. Um, this here is the nursing rooms. So they are still operating. The nursing rooms, uh, socially distanced, as you can see, they had numbers so you could have your own space. Um, and those are either semi-private or private rooms, depending on the park that you're in. Gotcha. And plugs in there for you pumping, you know, any moms that are pumping. Yeah. They take care of all of that. So they have their bases covered. Oh, and in those baby care centers, they have like a child-sized toilet. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> this is a I big worked
0: for party. Disney for over 20 <laughs> years. Okay, I've, I've never been in a baby care center, but I hear how cool they are. But I didn't know they had kid-sized uh facilities, yeah. Shall we say.
2: yeah. So in um they have a little bathroom and there's child-sized potties in there.
0: Pint-sized potties, come on.
2: <laughs> and it's this is actually a hot topic of kids who are either scared of the automatic flushers in a public (laughs) restroom um, or just are like overwhelmed with the experience of being in a public restroom with so many people. So the baby care centers have a quieter bathroom um, that you can use. And another tip for those public restrooms is moms like to bring in post-it notes and put them over the flushing sensor. So the toilet's not like flushing on your kid (laughs) while they're going to the bathroom.
0: You put a (laughs) post-it On the sensor, so it doesn't flush while the kids are
2: Exactly. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant.
0: Did you come up with that, or did you steal that from someone? I no, love I,
2: it wasn't my idea. My kids have never been afraid of them. But this, I've I've gone through this many times about the toilets. It's like a, it's a hot topic.
0: Yeah. So maybe should be on the view. It's such a hot
2: topic,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, that's that's awesome. So, you know, more reason to, you know, Disney is thinking above and beyond you just coming and experiencing the theme park. But they have your comfort, especially with little kids in mind. They have these centers for you to take them, you know, so you can have a nice semi-private or private area in some cases uh, for you to step away. That is great. Oh, we're oh, we got uh, Ceci Turner, Circe's back on with us again, and we got Disney Magic is even at the baby care centers. Very, very true. And Jeff, what was the last? We had the last one. It was from a, a anonymous Facebook user. Love the baby care centers. So nice to use and get some AC and quiet time. Now, if you're bringing the kids, you know it's hot in Florida. Thirteen months out of the year for the most part, right? So how great to have another place that you actually could get some AC, right? Yep. There you go. And
2: play a Disney movie in there too, in one of the rooms. So you could just sit, have a snack, relax, cool off. Come on, AC,
0: AC, Disney movies and pint-sized potties, (laughs) sign me up. Come on, that's great. (laughs) That's great. since we're back we're still talking in the parks. Um you mentioned a little bit earlier about the ride swap with attractions, yeah? Yeah. Now, are there do you have to do that with every attraction or are there a lot of rides that you can just ride with your kids?
2: Right. So the nicest thing about Disney in my perspective is that it's so family friendly when it comes to attractions that you can ride so much stuff with little kids. So people who may have never been to Disney, they get this idea of Disney world being um like a larger six flags and it's all these thrill rides right that, that uh-huh. kids usually can't go on um and disney world is not that at all disney is all about immersing you into the experience or the theme of the attraction that you're on um so a lot of them are just slow moving rides that anyone can go on my infant was able to come on the majority of the attractions um even at six weeks old
0: can you give us an example of, you know, say, one attraction you were able to ride with all four of your boys all together? Sure. And it was a great experience.
2: Haunted Mansion, Peter Pan. It's yeah. On. I mean, there's the list is huge. It's on and on, yeah. It's on and on as, as opposed to the things that we couldn't do as a family.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and the rider swap, the other great thing about it is it's not just for um, kids who aren't maybe tall enough to ride the attraction, but also if they're too afraid to. Yeah. Um, so an example of this, Pirates of the Caribbean, not typically a ride that you're thinking would have a rider swap. My four and a half year old, all of a sudden doesn't like the mini drop in Pirates on this last trip. So he made it a point to walk up to the cast member. and was like, is that drop still in there? And he was, <laughs> he was like, yeah, He's like, I'm not going.
0: Can you drop I'm, the drop? Cause I'm just <laughs> not feeling it.
2: Right. So they gave us a rider swap cause it's my favorite. Why am I going to go on because he didn't want to go? I was going to drag him on. So we waited, and then my husband went with the two older boys. And then when he came out, he stayed, um, you know, back with our four year old. And then we got to ride again. So if you ever run into a situation like that, always ask the cast members because they're obviously very accommodating to families and your needs at that time.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm just going to reset the room right now in case we got folks who are joining us here on Facebook Live and YouTube. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast. My name is Cam. I am the host here representing My Mickey Vacation Travel and the great dream designers. They don't have travel agents. No, no, no. They have dream designers. Doesn't that sound so cool? Because at My Mickey Vacation Travel, they're all about family, magic, and memories. And you need to go visit their website at www.mymickeyvacation.com. Even right now, Disney World is open. Bring the kids and have a great, a great, great time. And this whole show today, we're talking about bringing a bunch of kids to Walt Disney World, and you still can do it. And Disney is thinking of all of these ways to help you uh, even have a better time that you may not even think is possible, yeah? We have Rachel Franco, a dream designer of four years with My Mickey Vacation Travel, and co-owner Jeff Stoner with us. This is a great conversation, you guys. This is great.
1: I'm having a great time because I'm letting Rachel do all the work here. I'm-
0: she's 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 doing she's doing a great job. She really awesome. is. Well, and you're doing a great job. You're feeding us all of our comments here. If you're watching us right now on Facebook Live and YouTube, and you've got kids, you've brought them. Maybe even during you know this past oh gosh since uh, July when everything reopened. If you've brought kids, you know, in this pandemic world, and would love to add to our conversation, please do so, and we will. Put those comments on the screen. If you have a question, Rachel knows what she's talking about. Bring it up. Rachel wants to talk. That's right. Rachel Franco (laughs) wants to be frank with you and tell you everything. We got Amy Disney who's commenting on Facebook right now and says, I can't wait to take my kids next month. Awesome. After doing an adults only trip in October, I saw firsthand how much Disney is doing to protect everyone. That's great, Amy. Thank you for sharing that. Fantastic. So, you know, with this conversation we've been having Jeff and Rachel, maybe we've got folks out here who are, you know, they're sitting, they're watching Facebook, they're they're listening in their car right now and they're saying to themselves, "Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. We're gonna, we're, we're just going to go. You know, spring break's coming up here. We want to go." Um let's let's say they they booked with you. Um what are the things they need to bring, you know, kid-wise? What are the essentials they need to bring or the things they don't need to bring because we can take care of it? In Florida, when they arrive.
2: Sure. So the number one um, topic is always strollers when it comes to um, bringing your young kids to Disney World. Right. Uh, even those six and seven year olds, my six and seven year olds still ride in a stroller when they are in Disney World because it's exhausting. Like everyone's tired by the end of the day in Disney, even as an adult. Yeah. Um, so you know, kids who may not use strollers typically at home. They do appreciate them in Disney when you're, you know, going from one attraction to another and you're navigating, you know, around people and things like that. So I always recommend to bring the stroller, because um, there's nothing worse than like the crying kid at the end of the night that you're kind of carried out and you're so tired. Um,
0: so you're you recommend to for people to actually bring their stroller with them? Yes.
2: So if you have a nice stroller that you like sure um otherwise if you you know maybe you have a six and a five-year-old and you're like god i got rid of my stroller three years ago uh, are other options so i always recommend to my guests to rent a stroller um the disney strollers that you can rent in the parks are not the way to go here only because they're hard plastic they're not easy to like navigate or you know steer around the park but we do work with um, an outside vendor, so anyone who's looking to rent a stroller, reach out to your dream designer, and they would be happy to hook you up with an affordable rental. Um, they have there's, like- and
0: there's the key word right there: an affordable rental that you'll get to use the entire length of your stay, as opposed to paying the daily fee at at the parks for a Disney stroller. Correct?
2: Exactly, and you can take it out of the park with you back to your resort and. They're strollers like um, the the Bob strollers or the City Mini strollers. Any moms out there know what I'm talking about. But um, they're, they're nice strollers, you know, high-end strollers that are much more comfortable. They recline, so if your kids want to take a nap, um, so definitely bring the stroller. Um, along with the stroller, the other big thing that we always talk about is the uh-oh bag. So a bit.
0: the uh-oh bag.
2: Yes. So I, I, I'm, the I'm on the
0: edge of my yoga ball right now as I'm sitting here in front of the computer. Tell me about the uh-oh bag.
2: Alright, so this is what happens. You go into the park, you have your bags all packed, nice and neat you're yeah. getting in, right? Yeah. Then during the day, everything's just coming out. Snacks are coming out, clothes are coming out, toys, things are getting messed up. Then, the end of the night, you get to your bus line to get your bus back to your resort, and everything's everywhere, but you've got to fold that stroller up. So when the right. bus coming all the parents look around and they're like "Uh oh here comes the bus and you got to pull out your uh-oh bag and you throw all of the, that loose stuff into that bag because you don't have time to repack nicely the bag that you brought in.
0: Oh I see so you're saying just bring like an empty bag with you just to put everything in at the end of the day.
2: Exactly like an empty reusable bag and then at the I end of the day. Heard it
0: all. Been- I've never heard this at all but that's it's actually kind of a great idea.
2: Yeah so you throw everything in there Get the kids out, fold up, you throw it over your shoulder on the bus, and then when you get back to your resort, you can you know reorganize for the next day. So don't well, forget. if
0: you you know if you and I'm just adding on because I'm not a parent and I'm just trying to be silly, but you could take you could really have two uh oh bags. So you bring the full uh oh bag in the morning, everything gets all out, and then you know it goes in the other one. Then you have an empty uh oh bag for the next day, and you don't have right. to repack the other one because it's already holding stuff, right? So you can just go back and forth. With right. The-
2: that's great yeah because i mean the other thing i mean our family we've gone during august for the last couple years in a row and it's hot so we got stroller fans i got four stroller, well three now i'll have four we Got three stroller fans going you know hooked up the strollers you got the like spray bottles that the kids are buying and all the souvenirs are buying throughout the day so with I hear if we stroller- get five of
0: those stroller fans, it'll just go on its own. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. You know, total Florida airboat style down Main Street. That's cool. I, I've never done it. It's just a theory of mine, but something to think about. <laughs> think about. It. No, these are really, really great. We've got Stephanie Rogers Anderson chiming in on Facebook saying, "I have brought my almost two-year-old." We had the best time ever, and we are going back in April with her again and my 10-year-old. That's great. That's great. Stephanie, if you have things to recommend, go ahead and write those down uh, that you did with your almost two-year-old, and we'd love to share that as well. What else we got here? And we have someone else on Facebook saying, Rachel is a super mom with the heart eye emojis right there. (laughs) Rachel, she is. She knows what she's talking about. That's right. There's not been one moment that I've gone, uh-oh, she doesn't know. Oh, wait, wait, not the uh-oh bag, but uh-oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She knows what she's talking about. Um, I'm reading here, cause we had some notes here. Um, you're talking about the fans, right? And then what about, you got the mommy hooks. Do, yeah. do you suggest bringing those too?
2: Yeah, so the mommy hooks are just like your carabiner hooks. Um, so you don't have to like buy the mommy hook brand. Just hop on Amazon, search carabiner hook, and you hook them onto the handle of your stroller. Yeah. So, if you buy anything at the store, you could just hook the bag on there. Um, we like to bring water bottles too that have um, like camelback water bottles that have like the little hook on them. Yeah. So, I put them all onto the hook. So then they're hanging on my stroller um, for easy access for the kids to grab them. So, the hooks are um, another must have, they make things much more convenient.
0: You know, that's really great, especially if you if you made the decision to rent a stroller from one of the third party offerings. You don't have to take those carabiners off every night. Also, they'll be on there for the whole trip and you just take those off when you're ready to return that stroller. You know, right. that, that's so great.
2: Hey, Rachel. So they come with a rain cover um, as well. So that's something if you're bringing your own stroller, get a rain cover because Florida weather.
0: Very true. <laughs> or just get a bunch of ponchos. You know, I'm sure you got some duct tape in the uh-oh bag, tape together, just make a nice
2: power curtains,
0: you know, make your own but make your own Disney bubble, make a bubble, you know, be great. It's art, it's another craft, it's something fun to do. Jeff, what did you want to chime in with?
1: Hey, Rachel, I wanted to ask you, like, okay, so when you're in the parks, you see like these uh what I call like a, a stroller parking lot, and you know, around different attractions, there's a hundred strollers. So, you know, what do you do to kind of find yours at the end of the attraction?
2: Sure. So um, a lot of people will do balloons, obviously, because you can get those easily in the park. Um, we've done Christmas lights that run on batteries. We just wrap them kind of around the whole stroller. Um, so at nighttime, you can just light that thing up. You can easily find it. Um, if you park your stroller in the appropriate stroller parking, it'll be much easier to find than if you just park it um Randomly somewhere else because if a cast member finds it they will move it over to the stroller parking and then you really have to go on a hunt to find it
0: Can I add this Rachel? Uh, this is just something I'm thinking of right now and since we're talking about your recent trip with you and your husband and your four the four kids um, And remind r- remind everyone if they're just joining in what the ages are of your kids
2: Sure, so I have four boys. They're seven six four and uh, three months tomorrow
0: Oh, that's great. And you were saying that you'd recommend strollers for the older kids too, because they get tired throughout the day. How did you, did you struggle, did you juggle two strollers and an infant? How did you do that with four kids of those ages?
2: Sure. So we are um, a two stroller family, but we have been before the fourth even came along because all three of mine need a seat. Um, My husband and I took a trip last year and I was thinking we could just do the one stroller like we'll bring the big bob stroller with the three boys and they can just take turns and he was like this isn't gonna work and I was like it's gonna work like they're getting older they'll be fine and I fell into my own trap so we're in the park and it starts to rain and now I can only cover two kids and I was like all right and then we rented another stroller so we've been a two stroller family um the baby carrier is key when you have infants, because then you can strap them to you. And then you have, you know, free hands. Yeah. So with my husband and I, um, you know, we would get the kids out, fold the strollers up and then each of us could grab a stroller, um, with, you know, me carrying the baby or in the past, if I've had like a sleeping kid and I'm carrying them on the bus, my husband will just, grab one stroller, bring it on the bus, put it on and then grab the other one and bring it on.
0: Gotcha I'm gonna, and I'm just gonna I'm just in the moment I'm asking I'm thinking of questions here. So Jeff, we go back to the picture we just had and for those of you that are just listening to the podcast, this is one of those uh, devices where you know wraps <laughs> the infant to the front of you, right so you're hands free
2: yeah.
0: uh, as the parent, is it uncomfortable to wear for a long period of time say in the Florida humidity? Would you do that the whole day or would you have another option for an infant like that?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't do that um, the whole day. Even in January where the weather isn't quite as hot, it's still too much um, to wear them all day. I so do what like- would you
0: do uh, instead of?
2: So I would just put them in the stroller um, instead gotcha. of that. I do like to always, um, depending on, you know, if you're going during summertime, obviously you know you're dressing in warm clothing, but some of these months where the, wedding can, the weather can be a little more unpredictable. Um, for example, when we were there in January, we do a lot of like layering. So we'll do shorts and short sleeves and then we'll throw long sleeves and sweatpants over them. And then as right. it gets warmer, you can pull the layers off and as it gets cool, you can throw them back on. Um, awesome. It's obviously important for an infant who can't regulate their body temperature quite yet. Um, so bringing layers is a great um, way to you know, go along with the weather in that sense. And with yep. the baby carriers, you can go on the attractions um, with those on. So that's really nice as well, where you have like a very small boot it's kind of hard to like double them if you want it sure. to go around wide, you know?
0: Hey, we've got a question here from Brenda Buttry on Facebook. Is there an age and weight limit for the strollers?
2: It would depend on the stroller that you're using. Um, the biggest stroller that I found that'll accommodate the bigger kids is the um, bob stroller. So my older boys use the double bob. Um, I believe it's 50 pounds per seat on that. Um, but um, I mean, if you push it a little bit, I don't think it's a big deal.
0: That's a great question, Brenda. Thank you for asking that. What are other items that you may not think to bring when you're bringing kids to the park? Or just in general, what what are your go-tos as a dream designer when you're booking uh, dream vacations to Walt Disney World? What are some other items that people should not leave home
2: without? Sure, so we like to bring um, charging cubes. So for your devices, when you're using that My Disney Experience app. Yes, that is huge. huge. So um, they have like the fuel rods where you can exchange them throughout the parks. We like to buy just um, one that has like a longer battery life, essentially. It'll put more charge out. So we have one that we got off Amazon, again, super easy. And you bring that along so that you can keep the charge on your phone going. Yeah. Um, Snacks is huge with little kids, just like a bag full of snacks to keep them (laughs) happy. When all of fails.
0: And that's budget-friendly too
2: for the trip. Yes, yes. And Disney does allow you to bring in um, your own food and your own drinks, as long as there's no glass. So that's also another great thing for families who have kids who maybe only like to eat certain things. You know.
0: Yeah. You know, talking about snacks and you know, bringing like your own food. Uh, what's another great thing? And I'm just leading on our list here of items to talk about. Another thing you may not think that you can do in this awesome day and age with things like Amazon Prime. How can Amazon Prime help your Disney uh, experience?
2: Yeah. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, you have access to Amazon Prime now. And when you're in the Orlando area, you can get delivery of groceries, diapers, wipes, any of those things within typically within two hours. So for us, I'm not packing a whole suitcase full of diapers. I bring what I need for you know a day in my carry-on. And then I'm ordering a box of diapers and ordering the wipes right to the resort. Um, the other great thing is you're not I don't worry much any longer about packing, you know, like maybe like baby Motrin or things like that, because you can get it within two hours. So if you run into a hiccup where you need something, it's yes. easy to get it.
0: There's so many things you don't need to bring. Yes. Because if you needed it, you can get it. Yeah. As you said, Amazon Prime now, if it's Prime now, or even if it's just next day, you right. know, get it just sent to the hotel or if you're wherever you're staying. That's fantastic, that's fantastic. Saves room in your bags for all those souvenirs you're probably bringing home. You know, uh, it's a great, great tip, great tip. We got Stephanie Rogers again here on Anderson on Facebook. Oh, I have several Amazon Prime Now stories. She's laughing. Well, I wanna hear one of these stories, Stephanie, before we go off the air today. So if you've got time to share in a couple sentences, write that in the comment for us, please. Uh, So that's great. So as we're kind of wrapping things up here with Rachel Franco, a great dream designer with My Mickey Vacation Travel, Jeff Stoner, co-owner, what are you, what are you taking away, Jeff, from everything she's been sharing today? Uh,
1: my, my biggest takeaway is, is something I've always felt, but it was, it's nice to hear from that firsthand perspective that um, Disney's really doing it right uh, in terms of the safety aspects. Uh, you know, A lot of the things that um, you know, were beneficial to families and parents before the pandemic are still there. You know, the, the, the rider swap and the baby care centers and, you know, they're making the the safety modifications they need to make in order for families to have that experience. And also, you know, the kids are still just having an amazing experience. Um, you know, they're still, you know, like, like Rach said, I, you know, I think I have a video here. Uh, you know, the kids are are still loving dancing in the streets. You know, they're, they're, uh, loving the parades. They're loving the the characters. Um, you know, it's it's still fun. You know, and the kids are having a having a blast. Just
0: one of your boys are these yeah.
2: boys? <laughs> <my> boys. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Dan, what were your kids? Uh, this past trip in January, did any of them say something that kind of stood out? Maybe that's also a uh, an experience that's in this COVID area. You know, this area that we're in right now. Did they mention anything that they really loved from the trip?
2: I think the biggest thing that I've talked to my husband about for a takeaway for us is my boys have been to Disney many times pre-pandemic. Yeah. And we took them to on this trip, and they actually didn't say anything, which surprised me. They weren't missing any of those experiences in the way that they used to be mm-hmm. over what they were getting. So yeah. it wasn't like they were saying, hey, how come this parade was only two minutes when it used to be 45? hmm so I thought that was huge that they didn't watching them experience in the parks on this trip, didn't feel any different. And for them, they didn't, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have anything to say negative about it, which would have been my thought. Like, why do we have to wear masks? Why is it this way? Why, you know, why are these changes here? They mm-hmm. didn't do anything. I mean, there's mine right there taking a picture with Buzz and they didn't ask me, you know, like, why can't, we hug the characters anymore. There's a character breakfast. Um, so again, the characters are making a point, you know, to stop with families and get those photos in um, so that you are still getting, you know, some of those character interactions, which a lot of people are fearful that they'll miss out on during this time.
0: No, yeah, they're still there. It's just a unique, it's a different way. It's reprogramming what you may have thought the Disney, oh, that's so cute. We're looking at all the back of the four boys with their Mickey ears on and their names on embroidered on that's so cute look at that that that'll be that'll be shown at every one of their weddings in the future
2: yeah, we have a yearly picture that way like <laughs> all, all going up in that same spot so that's kind of our thing that we do yeah.
0: yeah you know and just uh touching on what you were just saying that you know there's still entertainment and we've covered this in some of our previous episodes on my Mickey podcast and I encourage you to go back and look at those wherever you get your podcast or on mymickeypodcast.com how even though it's a unique time, you still can have a great experience. You're going to see characters. You're going to get that entertainment. Uh, It's different, yes. Uh, It won't be forever, but it's still a great time. And we've got Tom Wonder. Love your last name, by the way. Tom Wonder here on Facebook. Watching your kids at Disney is the best. Even though the very young ones may not remember their first trip, you will. Yeah. And with all these tips, you know, if I can be just so kind to Rachel right now, uh, all these great tips that Rachel has given, it can be an even better experience that you may be thinking can't be possible right now, juggling all these kids with the pandemic. It's possible. And Disney's right there beside you to make it as uh, fun and easy for you as possible.
2: Yes. And one other thing I want to just stress as well is that going to Disney when fast passes and these things were all in place kind of gave you that, feel of, you know, you got to get here and you got to run over to here and you got to do this. And you're just kind of, you know, missing out on so much where now, I mean, that video that Jeff showed of my boys dancing in the street, we literally walked into Magic Kingdom one morning and spent a half an hour just listening to the music on Main Street. They were dancing, the cavalcades were just coming through one after another. The stress and the feel of the vacation is just so different. You know, you can just take your time. In a good way. Exactly. You can enjoy things that you never like stop to take the time to enjoy before.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, Rachel. We've talked about this, but it's it bears repeating that you know we have been so programmed to schedule every nook and cranny of your vacation that by the end, it doesn't feel relaxing. And by the end you say, I need another vacation from my vacation. What's great here, what the pandemic is forcing us to do is to relax you know, as much as we can, you know, but relax and just kind of just take in everything around you. Just take it in, see those characters from afar because you can't wait in line for them right now, but you're going to see them and then you're not going to spend so much time of your day waiting in line to see them. You saw them, great. Let's go just listen to the music on Main Street now, right?
2: Right. The the character's doing such a great job um, still Mm -hmm. interacting with guests when they can. So for example, and I know we, Jeff and Karen had touched on it in the last podcast of the characters up above the train station in Magic Kingdom. So one morning we had walked into the park and I had pulled off to the side to nurse the baby and the boys were kind of just playing at the bottom of Main Street and there was um like Peter Pan and uh Gaston and Tigger and some of the characters up there and two of my boys have red hair and one of them who's Peter Pan obsessed It's like his favorite ever. And he was wearing a green shirt and he had his red hair and Peter Pan was up there and he actually called down to him and said, Hey, I like your green shirt and I love the red hair. And he was so pumped. He came running over. He's like, Peter Pan said he likes my hair.
0: And and he's going to remember that.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So even in these times where maybe he's not running up and hugging Peter Pan, he still saw Peter Pan and Peter Pan made it a point to interact with him. Yes. And I mean, on the cavalcades on the side of the road, I've seen them yell out to, you know, happy birthday, Michael, you know, like in the little boys, like, how does he know my name, you know, so the characters are like, if they see those birthday buttons, when they're going by, they are still making it a point to be, you know, as interactive with the kids as they can.
0: That It's, it's awesome. It You should book a vacation, you need to call. Rachel Franco, right now you need to call all the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel because this is—you've sold it. You've sold me. I, li- <laughs> Jeff and I can like reach and touch the Magic Kingdom from our houses where we live so close. But you make me want to go right now. That's just so great. That's awesome. Well, we've made it to the end. Do you want to wrap up with uh, any last-minute uh, tidbits, Jeff?
1: Well, I was just wanted to uh, say thank you to Rachel, obviously, for uh, giving us all your expertise tonight. Uh, and I want to give Rachel a chance to kind of plug her her uh, her Facebook group, if if she wants to mention that. Please do. We are we are broadcasting live into her group tonight. I love that.
2: That was exciting. Um, so I have started a Facebook group that's been going for a couple of years now, and it's proven to be a great resource for families who are looking to take little kids to Disney. Um, you can, that can be found at Taking Tots to Disney. Um, if you go into your Facebook browser and just type in Taking Tots to Disney, you will find us and you can join us in conversation there.
0: That's fantastic, Rachel. I, Rachel, you got business coming your way because that's great. We even had a recent comment just out here on the screen and I didn't quite get to say it out there, but another mom who enjoyed all of your tips for planning and prep, she really appreciate that. So that's Great. Well, this has been another great episode of the My Mickey podcast. I want to thank Rachel Franco. I want to thank Jeff Stoner for being here. And I want to thank all of you for listening and watching us on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Join us next time where we're going to cover another great conversation about why this is the time to call out to My Mickey Vacation Travel. Go to their website at mymickeyvacation.com where they can get you set up with the best experience for your next Disney vacation with you and your family. Rachel, Jeff, thank you so much. I'm Cam and we will see you next time here on the My Mickey
2: Podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye.